Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. No, it used to be reserved for the rich and famous, but aesthetic injections like Botox and fillers have become the norm for thousands of people around Ireland. Dr. Rua El-Halali is from Therapy in South William Street in Dublin. She's here to answer our and your questions about it all. Good morning, Dr. Rua. How are you? Morning. How are you? Very well. Lovely to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. You have carried out over 10,000 aesthetic procedures uh, yeah. in so far. Um, and... What is it about these procedures that you enjoy working in? Why this area? And, and is it, would you see it as medical or, or is it fashion to some extent sometimes? So I definitely say the lines do get blurred between medical and say cosmetic or fashionable treatments. Um, so I would definitely class them as medical um, and I definitely advise my patients to um, class them as medical. Um, at the end of the day, some of the injectables that we do use are prescription medications or drugs that we're injecting very precisely into patients and having to know like a good in-depth knowledge of anatomy in order to inject them. So, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't call them to be fashionable, but they are becoming more and more popular over time. Um, as you said there, you know, over... 10,000, well actually not only 13,000 treatments now done mm. um, and the variation of numbers different types of patients and seeking different types of treatments um, has increased um, yeah, it's just become the boom I guess at the moment, um, definitely COVID had, a, had an impact on it, um, you had more and more people looking at themselves in Zoom, seeing more wrinkles and fine lines maybe looking at their colleagues that have had treatments in the past and wondering why don't they have a, a frown line and coming mm. in for consultations and looking for treatment. So, yeah, definitely medicals, but um, they are becoming more fashionable in a way. As you say, it is a medical procedure, but oftentimes, you know, things like fillers are administered by people who don't have a medical background like yourself. There's got to be a danger to that, is there? Oh, absolutely. Um, any any injection, um, whether it's in the face or, or in the entire body, has, has risks associated with it. And unfortunately when it well fortunately when it comes to anti wrinkle injections such as brands like Botox or Azular, um you have to be a medically trained prescriber, so a dentist or a doctor to administer them. Unfortunately with filler it's not quite regulated, particularly in Ireland at the moment. So it's advised that you attend your dentist, your doctor or your nurse to have the injections, but because the lack of regulation around it, um Every, well, most people and other people can buy these um, products. And, like, there, there's risks, like your normal swelling, your bruising, um, your redness. But there are far more dangerous risks um, involved in this where you can cause major complications and um, that need, actually, the reversal agent for it, which is a prescription drug in the end. So the person who's non-medical can't actually give you that. Um, and also, if a patient was to end up with, say, an infection post-treatment, the treatment for that, your antibiotics are prescription drugs and your non-medical injector can't give you them. So there's also a massive um, difference in, you know, your medical versus your non-medical injector when it comes to training. For example, your your doctor, your dentist, they go to, to college for five years. Um, they train in, in, in everything from, you know, your head and neck anatomy to your, um, you know, dealing with medical complications and um, 
Um, and then you have your your person who isn't medically compromised that may not have a clue of exactly where they're injecting. Um, and injectables, yes, you follow the anatomy and you follow the way the patient looks. But you also um, really need to understand that you're an artist when you do it. You need to really be very specific and you really need to educate your patients that that things can go wrong, but if you go, that's why I say to everyone, I may not be the most amazing injector, I think I am, but <laughs> I may not be the most amazing injector, but you can come to me if anything was to go wrong because I can tell you exactly what's happening. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you next is, I mean, other than uh, some kind of medical issue in terms of, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, it can sit on top of a blood vessel or something like that, but I mean, in terms of the actual administration of the the procedure like a is it is it painful to get this kind of stuff done and b what are the dangers yeah so it depends on the treatment you're having done but relatively speaking like anti-wrinkle injections um and fillers they don't tend to be very painful they're quite well tolerated i find um across the board with my patients like i don't think i've ever had anyone not be able to complete the treatment um, uh, even without like numbing agents you don't really need any numbing creams or anything it's quite minimal like I've had even patients in the past say to me oh you haven't injected this area because they didn't even feel it um, right. so it's relatively well tolerated there are some areas say if you're closer to the surface of the skin like skin boosters and um, if you're injecting around the eyes they can be a little bit more tender um, and sharp but if you have a well trained medical professional they're actually really quick um, to administer as well. So it's, it's really well tolerated. And, and um, what can go wrong then in, in terms of that then once the procedure is happening? What, I mean, what dangers are you need, do you need to be on the lookout for? Yeah, so um, it depends on the treatment you're providing. So your anti-wrinkle injections, like you said there, like Botox is one of the brands that we use. Um, anti-wrinkle injections, like you would have your swelling, your redness, a little bit of bruising. They all resolve, you know, uh, within a couple of days to two weeks. Um, you can get, you know, it, it's obviously relaxing a muscle, so you can get a little bit of tightness or heaviness in the muscle when you treat the forehead. Um, you can get even worse complications then the, if, if, if it's not injected correctly and if the anatomy isn't well understood and if the patients don't follow the aftercare, you can get it travelling into muscles that you didn't want it in in the first place. So, right. for example, if you don't want your upper eyelid relaxed and you don't want an upper dro- droopy eyelid, <laughs> then you know pick your injector correctly and, and follow the aftercare. When it comes to dermal fillers, it's slightly different. So obviously you have your injection site reactions, like I said, your swelling, your redness, your little bit of bruising. I'd nearly say to patients, just expect to get them and then you'll be surprised when you don't. Um, but you can, if it's, if it's misplaced, if it's not placed in the right area, you get big lumps and bumps. You can usually sometimes feel or see. Um, if it's not kept very clean, for example, we get such in-depth training on hand hygiene and cleansing the skin and keeping everything super sterile and clean. If it's not kept clean, you can get an infection. And infections are notoriously difficult to get rid of, particularly when it comes to filler. But they're very rare and they're only in the case of the injecting through makeup and, and, and unkept skin and unclean hands. Um, and then, yeah, like, it, like you said, rightly there, like injecting onto a blood vessel or into a blood vessel. Blood vessels are what keeps that pit patch of skin alive. So we need to be certain, like I would... I would obviously have a very good idea um, and knowledge and know the anatomy, 
But I myself have come across variations of anatomy because every single person is different. Mm. If you don't understand or have a, at least the platform of a good knowledge of anatomy, you don't really understand that, well, actually, that's that vessel and it was meant to be over here, but it's actually over here mm. in the patient. So it's just trying to, you know, get that knowledge through and make sure that you understand it. Yeah. It's Dermot and Dave on Today FM. We're chatting to Dr. Rua El-Halali from Therapy inside William Street. Um, just about... Uh, Botox and fillers and uh, the aesthetic procedures people are getting. Um, Dr. Rua, it's Dermot here. I have to admit, like, I, you know, I am a man and I, I don't get it. And yeah. I, I, I tell you what, here's an example, right? I, I, I was watching The Apprentice UK on TV there uh, last week and I noticed that pretty much every girl in it, these were all like women in their 20s, had visible signs that they had some element of work done on their faces. And I, I'm guessing it was Botox and fillers and that kind of thing. And like, I, I know I'm a bloke and I don't, I'm not exposed to the same, you know, societal pressures that women would be, particularly young women. But are, are, are we hitting a point where sometimes young women feel abnormal if they haven't had this kind of work done? Yeah, like, it's so interesting um, that you say that because... Like, I find, so I've been injecting now for nearly seven years, so six and a half years, and even only in that time, I've seen such a shift in the age that is coming in the door. So you're getting younger and younger girls coming in, and you have these young girls coming in getting it because their friends are getting it, but not quite understanding what it actually is. So they're getting it as their treatment to go out for the weekend or to go to that wedding or to meet up with friends. Because so like, like going in and getting a blow dryer or something like that? Exactly, exactly. Getting their lips, you know, done for a night out. And in aesthetic medicine, there's actually been a huge shift away from that. It's all about natural treatment. It's all about natural aging and making the patient look better for their age rather than looking different for their age or looking too young. So I guess for um, there is societal pressures. There's definitely pressures in the younger um, cohort of no wrinkles, no frown lines, smooth forehead, and um, big lips. You know, and and having no heavy. If people come into me, for example, your smile lines around your mouth, so your nose to mouth lines or your nasolabial folds. People come into me all the time and say, I don't like these, and they're only like twenty eight or something. I say, I don't want these lines, but I say to them, look at a little baby. A baby has those lines, so it's normal to have these characteristics mm. and this movement. Like it's nice in a way that people are more conscious of their aging but you know it's difficult because you have to re-educate and your medical professional for example won't be afraid to send the patient away if i have a 25 year old that comes in the door and they have a really good skincare routine in place they're following all the anti-aging kind of um rules with regards to wearing your sun protection and exfoliating and nighttime creams and they just have an extremely strong muscle that's causing a premature line that doesn't really need to be there. I would have no problem treating that patient for muscle balance. But what I, what we need to shift away from is frozen faces and freezing the muscle. If I had the same age patient come in who had no idea about skincare, no physical wrinkles and not very strong muscles, I'm not treating that patient. I'm going to re-educate them in their skincare, their skin quality. And if they have any major skin issues then they go see their dermatologist about that. So one, of, one of the questions coming in on 087 from our listeners is can you achieve maybe not the same but similar results 
um, and tackle the the aging scenario with a really good skincare regime? Um, depends on your age and depends on the amount of um, it depends on a few things. So your age, first of all, the degree of aging that's happened in your skin um, depends on loss of volume in your face, your structural, so anatomical structures and genetics. So it's difficult, right? If you have a patient come in and they are in their mid-60s, they've had a really good skincare routine in place for years and years and now they have wrinkles formed by strong muscles, they need those muscles relaxed. If they have heaviness in their lower face because they've lost loads of volume, they need revolumization with filler. So in that kind of case, no. But the younger you are, and actually any age, I would recommend to have a good skincare routine in place because the younger your skin and the less aging in your skin, the easier you easier you are to treat over time. Mm. So I would find old patients with better skin quality, easier to treat. And no one treatment works. So skincare works really well. A little bit of muscle relaxant or the answering injections works really well with your skin boosters like your Profilo or other treatments and then your fillers for revolumization. So I always say to everyone, don't rely on any one treatment because your, your toxin treatments, your Botox treatments and your anti-wrinkle treatments are the most common. It's about 70% of treatments. But everyone relies on it too much. But a little bit of everything uh, works mm. back. Of course, the important thing to say as well, there's an, another option, which is none of those things. It may be oh, a good skincare yeah. routine, but you don't have to get any of those things done. Oh, no, we can age. We can age as we want to. And that's the beauty. Jamie Lee Curtis is the perfect example of that <laughs> at the moment. She's yeah. getting a lot of exposure for aging beautifully and gracefully. Yeah. And fi- finally, Dr. Rue, do you get many men dropping into you? So I have a few men coming in and I always have a big smile on my face when I see men coming in the door because it's so nice to see that they're letting themselves have treatment and understanding the treatment. I had a really funny scenario where a patient of mine, she couldn't come in for her treatment but she didn't want to lose the spot. So her husband came in and he sat in my chair and he was looked like the most lost puppy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> And he just looked at me and goes, I don't really know why I'm here. (laughs) You know, we actually chatted for nearly 40 minutes and talked through everything. And I let him go. We didn't do any treatment, but he came back and he had some treatments. And now he continues to have treatments. And it looks good. Men are are a funny group because you guys actually are very lucky. You age slightly slower than females. You talk less, so you actually get less. Written down, please. Yeah, next time we say that to my wife, going, Look, will you stop giving out to me? You're giving yourself wrinkles. Um, So, so actually, you look slightly better with some wrinkles in your face. So, it's a very intricate process to treat. Yeah, you're saying all the right things, Dr. Rue. Dr. Rue El Halali from Therapy South William Street, thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9 a.m. Today.